Hey, welcome to Athlete on Fire. I'm Scott Jones, your host, and Athlete on Fire is all about bridging the gap between amazing athletes, those who want to be amazing athletes in the rest of the world. And today is no different. I am here to bring a little bit of perspective in the world of performance and sports, the mental side and the physical side of things. Uh, my name is Scott Jones. I'm your host. I have been for uh, uh, over 200 episodes on the Athlete on Fire show. And you can also check out Becoming Ultra, which is at becomingultra.com. If you want to learn more, athleteonfire.com has all the information on this show. So today it's going to be fairly short. I'm going to describe a, an idea. Maybe, if you, maybe you guys are in a rut. Um, I get in a rut probably, I'd say once every six weeks mentally. So with my businesses, the entrepreneurial journey, all that stuff. And probably once every six to eight weeks physically where you just don't want to do anything. Where your goals... Uh, seem to be less than uh, motivational for you. They've kind of lost their esteem. Maybe you're in the in, in the middle of a big six-month training plan for a big race or maybe you're th- two months away from competing at a high level for a team sport or something like that. And there's always this lull that we hit and it's because we can't maintain a certain level of willpower, especially when it comes to being competitive with ourselves and with, with others for a very long period of time. So we got to figure out ways to get around that. We got to figure out ways to change the stimulus mentally and physically. And today what I'm going to do is kind of talk about that. So battling the idea of perfection in a training session, battling the idea of perfection in fitness uh, is something that we all have to do. You know, what, one thing that I always talk about with clients out here in Colorado is uh, the effort and the time that it takes to get to the gym sometimes has sabotaged the effort of actually getting fit. Um, so what that feels like. You've worked a long day, you get home, or you're planning to go to the gym, but you forgot your stuff, you have to go home, you have to muster more motivation to get your stuff, get out the door, get there, check in, go into the locker room, change, get up to the workout floor, wherever it might be, and then hope that you have the energy to to get through it and if you have the energy having the know-how and the the plan put in place so that you can get something good out of it by the time you've done all that stuff you could have done some really good things with your body your body has no idea if you're pushing a log or hanging from a tree or picking up a box or or a bucket full of water or if it's a piece of iron in a perfectly manicured fitness center uh, it just doesn't know physiologically it has no clue what you're lifting it just knows that there's there's a load there's a stress that is happening and it's going to adapt so that it can pick up, carry, or run further based on that stress, move quicker based on that stress or that, that stimulus. So what are some ways to get past this? So what I'm going to do today, instead of saying there's just one way, I'm going to give you guys an, an exact workout. I think that's what you guys are, are more interested in than anything. So there's going to be one that's kind of a cardio-based workout and there's going to be one that is a strength based both of them you can do outside your door you don't have to go anywhere special both of them are simple but very effective and uh they're really meant to kind of restart you mentally so that you can go by feel the idea of going by feel instead of looking at your watch instead of hitting your mat my run or your strava or your fitness pal Instead of having a trainer, instead of uh, being told what to do, you're going to go by feel and we're going to use um, uh, probably a stopwatch is all you'll need or, or, or phone to time this stuff. So the first one's cardio-based and it's going to be a running-based effort and it's something if you haven't run in your whole life or if you haven't run in 10 years or if you're totally out of shape and you need to walk 
It does not matter. It's all based on gauging effort over um, over sets, and uh, this is how we do it. So we're going to go by feel. We're going to do five intervals. Uh, what I would do for myself is pick a distance, and uh, I like doing the set at a at a at a track because it's actually something that you can kind of gauge your time over set over set. Um, it's flat. There's not a lot of variability, which I typically love in my runs and my workouts, but for this one, we're going by feel, so I think it's a good one. But let's say you don't have track, so you just have a neighborhood. Uh, you can hop on mapmyrun.com and, and log a mile, but if you want to think even less than that, just pick a loop. Pick an out and back. It doesn't matter. Something that's going to take you between 6 and 10 minutes, um, 6 being something fast for you, 10 being something slow for you, and that's what we're going to do. So whatever your loop is, if you're using a track, a mile is a good idea. If you're not in as good shape, one time around the track is a good idea. If you live in the middle of nowhere, down to the end of the driveway and back, it doesn't matter, guys. Just a fixed limit where you can record sometimes for next time you do this and um, where you can push yourself just a little bit. So we want to have a safe place. Uh, so not in the middle of a, ma- a major highway or wh- where there's a lot of stoplights or something like that. So all you're going to do is you're going, your goal is you're going to run five intervals. You're going to give yourself two minutes in between each interval. And your goal is to start off um, as a warm up and to increase your pace by 20 seconds every single time by doing nothing else than just pushing a little bit harder. And I guess the biggest thing to ask of you when you go do this is that your first effort isn't a sandbag effort, meaning don't go so easy on your first effort that the rest of the workout is really, really easy. The, f- the first effort should be about 80% of what a of a tough pace might feel like, maybe 75%, and then you're just going to go up where your last three efforts kind of feel close to 100% effort. So what it would look like for me is I'll go out to a track. Uh, maybe I'll try to run like a... 840, like 840 mile the first time. I'm going to give myself two minutes off, and then I'm going to run it again. My goal is going to be 820. Two minutes off, my goal is going to be 8. Two minutes off, 740, two minutes, 720. And for me, that's about right. Like a 630 mile for me is tough but doable. Um, And whatever that distance, you know, maybe this first time you're going to have to test out what an effort feels like if you're not doing an exact mile or something. But what this allows you to do is get bare bones. You can put your phone down. You can get a crappy old watch, a little Timex $5 watch from Walgreens, and uh, throw it on your wrist and go by how you feel. And then gauge and see what it feels like to increase the intensity uh, time, time after time. And what it's also going to do is going to give you confidence because when you're on that second set and you feel like your effort is, is 85 90% and you realize that you still have 20 seconds left to push yourself, uh, set over set, it's going to give you a lot of, uh, of confidence, um, to be able to push, to be able to push without worrying about anything else, but the effort instead of the time, instead of what you're going to share. Um, and it gives us away from perfection and it just helps us focus on one thing. And the only thing we're going to focus on is effort. So that's a good cardio set. What, what I would do with this, if, if it's something that's interesting to you, record your times for each of those five and give yourself three weeks. Uh, four weeks and go back and do it again and see if uh, those times are improving just based on your effort alone. And if they are, then we know that your fitness is improving as well because effort is a huge part of fitness. All right. So the second one is going to be based on some body weight strength exercises. Uh, it's a blind uh, set, meaning we're not going to count reps. The only thing we're going to do is we're going to start the timer <clears throat> and we're going to go through the 
exercise as, as many times as we can until the timer is over. And we're going to be happy with that. Okay. And it's not going to be easy by any means, but we'll just give, uh, we'll give three levels, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and 30 minutes. Okay. Based on the time that you do it, if you do 10 minutes, it needs to be at about a hundred percent effort as hard as you can go. If it's for 20 minutes, it needs to be at about an 85 to 90% effort. So hard, but with a little bit of cool down in between exercises. And if you go for 30 minutes, it needs to be at about 75% pace. So yeah, you can keep the gas pedal close to the bottom. Um, but you want to be able to get tons and tons of reps in for that 30 minute, for that 30 minute effort. So with that, I'm going to give you guys six exercises and you're going to do these six exercises in order. You're going to go until they get very uncomfortable and then you're going to go to the next exercise and you're just going to do that until you're done. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, do not count your reps, throw in some music, blast it. Don't think about anything. You can do an exercise. You can do a set in your life without worrying about the reps that you can go talk about to your friends and to your family. This is for the outcome of fitness, not the outcome of numbers from, from a workout. So this is what I mean by going by feel, not being perfect and accepting the fitness that you're going to get from an effort instead of all of the other metrics. Those metrics are important for other things, but they're not always important for your, for your workout. So, um, all right, so you're going to start the timer. You're going to do push-ups to failure, pull-ups, or some kind of pulling exercise that's comparable. So you can do inverted rows with a bar where you're kind of laying on your back like a, like a backwards push-up. You're going to do sit-ups, old school. You're going to do, do squats, body weight. You're going to do lunges, traveling, or stationary, and you're going to do a plank, okay? I would say max a plank out at five minutes if you're, if you're really fit with the plank because you'll end up doing most of the workout with your plank. So max that plank out at five. I know that sounds ridiculous to some of you guys, but the world record for plank is like 12 hours. Some guy just broke the world record for 12 hours. So um, he would just be planking the whole exercise. So, so what's it going to look like for ten, if you do the 10 minutes, push-ups to failure, boom, right into pull-ups to failure, boom, right into sit-ups to failure, boom, right into squats. Boom, right into lunges. Boom, right into plank. When I say failure, leave about, for this drill, leave about two or three reps on the table. Okay? So I don't want, uh, what that allows us to do when you're by yourself especially is keep decent form throughout all of these exercises. So if you go to failure with push-ups on your own, um, you're probably not getting full extension. You're probably not getting decent flexion. Your back's probably slagging a little bit or lagging a little bit. So go where you have a couple on the table just for form's sake. Um, but what it's going to look like is you're going to do those in order without hardly any cool down. And you're going to do it timed. And the only time you have to think about is the 10, the 20, or the 30. And you're not counting reps. I hope you guys understand that. You are not <laughs> counting reps. And the only number or only metric I want you to take away from this is when you're done, I want you to give yourself a grade. Just like old days back in school. Was that 100% effort? based on how you push the whole time, was that a 60% effort? Was that a 40% effort? Failed big time. Um, I don't think you're ever going to feel like you gave 100% effort, and that is the point. Our effort based on something where effort is the only thing we're measuring, uh, it's important to know what we can push and, and what we thought about the effort that we gave. If we say, If I said instead, you know what, I want all of you to do 100 reps in each of those exercises, and you need to get them done in less than 30 minutes. Well, if you get them done in 24 minutes, then you're going to say that your effort was 100% because you completed the workout. But if I say go 30, don't count the reps, tell me how you felt and how much gas you had left in the tank, even with the highest uh, effort that you can possibly give, you're going to say 98%, 97%, because you know that there's a little bit left in the tank. And this is a great mental test for you guys. So 
Go give it a shot. I think you'll like it. Um, you can do both of them in the same day. That's a really good way to get your workout in. So hope this resonates with you guys. I'd love to hear if you actually gave it a shot, what it felt like. I'd love to hear what your score was for that second one. What percent did you give yourself? Anyway, it's going to make you a better athlete. Remember, guys, I am and you are and everyone is an athlete. Just keep pushing. Appreciate you guys.